And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentleman Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And fellas, what's Gucci? What's Gucci indeed? <laughs> that movie with Gaga. How's a Gucci? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I didn't watch that movie. But these are uh, how about we start talking about some movies we did see, huh? It's always nice that that still gets you, Robert. I love it. Uh, I love jamming to it. Also, I'd like to commend myself on my transitions. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Uh, Robert. And Andrew's, Andrew's giving us a signal to agree with him, and <laughs> yeah. we're going to keep going. Or, <laughs> um, Robert, what movies have you seen? Just a few movies since last we spoke. Uh, I rewatched Prey. Because I enjoyed it, and uh, Jamie hadn't seen it, so we watched it in English, as opposed to the Comanche version, uh, and I liked it. Um, can't say for sure. I mean, obviously, easier to like look away from the screen for a second when you can understand what people are saying. But um, I think I mentioned before I didn't mind the dub. I thought it was cool to hear it in Comanche, um, and just fun to ro- watch again. I think it's a good, a good Predator movie. And uh, that's not always the case. I would think, I think there's less good Predator movies than there are good Predator movies. Mm-hmm. So, um, rewatched Blade Runner 2049. I think I mentioned on an earlier episode, I saw some of it and then finished it uh, at a bar in Milwaukee. I think you also said that you prefer it over the original. I do. Um, I was not saying that some... as like a trap. I think you did legitimately say that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Uh, can we cut? Um, <laughs> and remember Gosling's a listener. So <laughs> there's like, I like so many parts of the first one. Like I, like the sets are incredible. The, yeah, like the, the, I like it's something about the characters. It's something about the dreariness that, that doesn't work for me for some reason, even though there's so many elements of the movie I really enjoy and the, the Vangelis soundtrack and all sorts of, good stuff going on but i don't know i really like this this newer one and it's not really a spoiler since you learn it right in the beginning but um ryan gosling's character is also like a synthetic person hunting down other synthetic people and they kind of tell you that right off the bat so it automatically makes it very interesting to me that you know this character isn't human and is struggling with not only killing his own kind, but like the revelations that kind of pop up throughout the rest of the film. So I really like that. Interesting, interesting role. Uh, Gosling though was like, I, I think his my favorite watch, role of watch his. Is, okay. Huh? Well, you better watch yourself here though. Mm-hmm. What? He's a listener. Gosling. He's a listener. Yeah, no, I, I, I would, Hey, I would say all this to his face and Gosling get a hold of me. I'll, yeah, please. He let's, loves let's to talk this. about this podcast and the Barbie movie. It seems to be his mm-hmm. number first and second interests. Um, no, I think his, probably my favorite performance of his is in the nice guys. I don't think he gets to do enough comedy, which is why I'm excited for Barbie. But, um, and this is definitely in the quiet, you know, brooding hero mode 
for him, but I just think it, it works really well. And Blade uh, Runner 2049 crawled so that the gray man could walk. Exactly. And then punch a ton of people. Yeah. Damage. Um, I hope, uh, I hope he ends up as ghost rider. He's been trying to push for ghost rider in the MCU. I, I, I love that. Happens. Especially since, I mean, I hope he's saying that cause he's like, I want my head to always be like CG fire skull. Cause it's like they had, they would get to have like his little origin for a little bit and show him in flashbacks. But otherwise that face is gone. Has he been pushing um, to get Ghost Rider? Is that what you said? Yeah. Is that a rumor or something? Really? Like he said that? The, yeah. the rumor the rumor was that he was going to play Nova. And then he said, no, like they haven't talked to me about the. that. If they if they came and talked to me, the, the, the Marvel hero that I'd like to play is Ghost Rider. I've already got it uh, signed off by Ava Mendez, his wife. And he just <laughs> wants to get it signed off by... Uh, Nick Cage and the director of the wow. first one. Going around collecting signatures. Yeah. Um, I know there's a more recent ghostwriter that's like um it's Robbie Hispanic. It's, Ro- it's yeah. Robbie Reyes, yeah. Yeah, and has like a motorcycle and has like a really cool like metal looking skull mask. And I would kind of love to see that kind of version at some point in yeah, the that's that's who Ryan Gosling too. is gonna play. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, good. That, that's uh, why he wanted to get signed up. Yeah, no, we nice. searched up and high and low to yeah, find an actor that could yeah. possibly fit this role, and Gosling's <laughs> the only one we could fit. Good idea, Ryan. <laughs> uh, as like, we said, an avid listener, so uh, <laughs> good, good yeah. idea. <laughs> and you always make good decisions. Yeah, Ryan. Um, that's that is all I've really seen movie-wise outside of <laughs> the movie we're going to talk about later. Max, so. what about you? I say let's skip talking about the movie later. Uh, mm, I'm I've, just kidding. Uh, I've post. seen. Moonshot? Final thoughts already. <laughs> uh, you guys heard of Moonshot? I've nope. heard of Moonfall. That's the one. No, just kidding. Moon, Moonshot uh, is <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a romantic comedy, maybe, uh, with either Zach or Cody. <laughs> a lot of it, sweet unknowns oh. with this. I don't like I, either I the don't one. That, either the one that plays Jughead in. Riverdale or not. Do we know any actor names? Uh let's see. Um God. I can what do actors it. do I know? Uh Ryan Gosling, that's one. Um, <laughs> Nick Cage. It's neither Nick Cage is another per, uh I think it's like a Connor or a anyway, whatever. Zach or Cody. It doesn't really matter. They're twins, so essentially the same person. I don't uh, know. The sweet life of Zach or Cody. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> is it Cole Sprouse? Yeah, that's in Moonshot. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, Jughead. Yeah. So, uh, so he's in Moonshot. It's the this guy who wants to go to I Mars. I know what and, this is now. Okay, yeah. So, a guy wants to go to Mars, and he kind of like sneaks on the ship to go to Mars. Oh and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar yeah. with this. I didn't see it, but I yeah, yeah. It's kind of cute. It's better than I I thought it was going to be. Uh, Zach Braff plays essentially Elon Musk, uh, which work works out, I guess. The mm. <laughs> works for him. Um, also sort of based on Zach Braff's dating history recently. Oh, kind of lines up with some Elon stuff. Do Whoa. they have some crossover? <clears throat> um, yeah, it's, it's an all right movie. Uh, check it out if you want to. It's not actually called moon's hot. It's called moonshot. <laughs> Keep that Good. in mind. Um, well, uh, I came so- up here because I thought the moon was hot. No, it's called. It's, it says moonshot. <laughs> As you're idiot. up there and you're just your boxers freezing. <laughs> it's kind of odd that it's not called Mars Shot because uh, they go to Mars, not the moon. It's fucked yeah, up. Or or any other title that would make more sense. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, like Mars Hot. Mars Hot would be great. There we That's go. What they 
Um, die in a gunfight is another one I saw. Oh, I thought you were just telling me to. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here and go die in a gunfight. <laughs> like I didn't think my Mars hot thing was that bad. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I've not this, heard. I've not heard of this. What is this? This one is um, a movie. Okay. Similar. Well, a good start. <laughs> you ever heard of these things? It's a film. Some people call it cinema. Um, uh, a movie similar to. Um, Romeo and Juliet from the nineties with Ooh. Leo DiCaprio. The Boz Lerman one. Yeah. Uh, it does some like, it does some weird uh, cinematic choices and um, it's a, a, a romance between two people in families that, that can't get along essentially. Here's and the real question. Lovers, they call that in, yeah. in dying a gunfight. Who do they think actually wrote the Shakespeare stories? Yeah, uh, they they say specifically in there that Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets that I don't think they mentioned. Damn, uh, that's, I love that, dude. Where'd you, like, where'd you get that? But there's like this is almost like one of those Shakespeare plays, but in this universe, we don't have one called Romeo and Juliet. So who knows? Yeah. We mm. just have one called Die in a Gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> also, unrelated, my stomach's t- starting to turn. I think that Chinese food make me sick. <laughs> Uh, I think Robert thinks something is fly, but I don't know what. Uh, another another movie that I watched is uh, Crossword Mysteries, A Puzzle to Die For. What? Excuse a- me? <laughs> Pardon me? Uh, this was a, a this was a like a, a flash movie between like screens when you were playing games online or something. <laughs> exactly. This is a Hallmark uh, movie with uh, one of the mean girls in it. Lacey Chabert for sure. Lacey Chabert for sure, right? Uh, Possibly. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can you say the title one more time? Crossword Mysteries, A Puzzle to Die For. Okay, thank you. Okay, Andrew, you putting money down on this, Andrew? (laughs) There are are three Crossword Mysteries movies. Oh. This is just the first of the trilogy, I think. Yeah, you don't want to do machete order. You want to make sure you do police order. What bugged me the most about this one is that a puzzle to die for as a uh, subtitle doesn't even have a pun in it. It's just stupid. Like it, the the most it gets to is to die for means that it's good, but it also is a murder. You mystery. literally die. Well, it's yeah. like a woman to die for, or a dame to die for, or whatever. It's like a puzzle to. It kind of works. It's there not a very good. It's you're right. It's not a, like a pun really, but yeah. There was another. Um, oh God, I'm not. What are the other titles? It. I hope they're better. Oh, Andrew, Andrew should have be steeped in the lore by now. He's checking the, all the, yeah, I, the crossword mysteries. One were not good though. The the ones that were good were there was a gardening murder mystery thing. I'm looking at a review on IMDb for this movie, and it's not um, the 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 title doesn't even come up in this. Well, that's a shame because I think it was a missed. They removed it and right after Max watched it. It is Lacey Chabert, by the way, but Lacey um, Chabert. Chabert, yeah. The IMDb rating is seven and a half out of 10 though, which is surprising because this one review is one out of 10. So the, the gardening uh, murder mystery had the subtitle dearly depotted. That's good. I, that's pretty that's good. Fantastic. That's pretty that's good. good. And then you have the, uh, the crossword puzzle one and it doesn't have anything near that caliber of wordplay. It's crosswords for, for God's sake. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't a wasn't a great movie. Yeah. So here's the um, rest of the titles: "A Puzzle to Die For," as you as you said, 
Mm-hmm. Proposing right, the best one so far. Proposing murder. Abracadaver. It's a wedding. Wedding theme. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Abracadaver. That's pretty funny. That's good. Not to do with crosswords, but that's pretty funny. Uh, Terminal Descent. That wait. There's more than three. There's six. There's six. Uh, ah, riddle me. All right, Ma- Max. This is your homework. Riddle. Yeah. Riddle me dead, and then whatever was the the last one. Riddle me said. dead. Yeah. Riddle me dead. That's. Mm. And Lacey Chab- good news, Lacey Chabert's in all of them, but I thought this was kind of cute. Will Shorts, the guy who writes the crosswords for the New York yeah. Times, is in three of them. <laughs> yeah. He's mentioned in this is one. Is he like the is he like the the guy they go to, like the old kind of salty he, detective well, who's so like, he plays I know crosswords. He plays Will in one of them, just Will. And okay, then he's, I love a, that character. he's a police officer in another one, and then he's a table tennis player in another. So <laughs> he's getting his chops in. He's getting he's getting work. I bet he does a good job in them. Yeah. He's probably the best actor in all of them. Anyways. Uh, yeah, don't, don't really. Like, they're like, say your line. He's like, I'm trying to think of another puzzle. Yeah, I'm he gets, he gets stuck. <laughs> Just like... So if you know anything about Hallmark movies, then you're, um, you know what you're in for. Mm-hmm. I love the cards, so I'm on board. Yeah, hop, hop to it. Uh, I also watched Save Yourselves, which uh, has one of the actors from uh search party as well as Lacey uh, Chabert. Yes, exactly. Uh the the tall guy he plays Drew in Search Party. And then uh there's also uh, an actress from Glow and uh, who is also in Mr. Robot. And the two of them are in a relationship and the world is then uh taken over by uh aliens and they're kind of like on a trip unaware of what's going on for most of it uh robert you might have seen this at some point and talked about it but i'm not sure if that happened doesn't sound familiar but i feel like i saw an ad of what's it called again save yourselves yourselves with an exclamation mark uh one of andrew's favorite things in movie titles is uh burn after reading save yourselves (laughs) uh but I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought there was good chemistry between them. I thought they had cool interactions. It's mainly just the two of them, even though it has some other uh, like funny comedians in it. Um, like Joe Firestone is in it for a, about half a scene saying one line. And then Amy Sedaris is a, a voice on a phone. But other than that, it's pretty much just them like trying to figure out what's going on as they're in uh, like a cabin out huh. in the woods interesting but it's just kind of like a um uh like a like a i don't know Character gen x whatever more. millennial kind of um uh couple trying to figure out what it's like to get older and uh be together and stuff more than it is uh an alien movie until like the the second half kind of becomes uh aliens involved in it mm, interesting but yeah i recommend it uh, and that's all that I've seen. How about you, Andrew? Uh, I watched I Want You Back. Ooh, ooh, baby. I Want You Back. Uh, the Amazon movie with uh, Charlie Day and Jenny Slate. Max, I think ah. you saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I loved it. Yeah, it's cute. I thought it was... Um, the ending's a little... Uh, I mean, like... It's it's hard when, like, it's a it's a movie where, like, all the characters are kind of fucked up and like mm-hmm. they all do pretty fucked up things. And there's not really like people that you're rooting for to like really do well. Cause they're all pretty do pretty fucked up things to each other. 
Um, so by the end of the movie, it's not like I was like, God, I, I hope these two characters, you know, do kind of get together. Cause it's just like, they just keep doing shitty things to like everybody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I think that that was one of my critiques of it too, is that like, they don't really get to that forgivable point. Yeah. Other than like, you've watched these characters for, you know, a hundred minutes and you like feel for them in some way and you kind of want them to have some success. But at the end of the day, like they all just are shit bags to each other. And so, yeah, at the end, the, like this, the lone person who's not really that shitty is uh Clint Eastwood's kid. So like you just are like, yeah, he's like, he was kind of strung along for most of this and like, seems to be like the only one who didn't do something like outright crappy to anybody. So you're kind of glad that at least like he, like, even though like most of the movie is about tricking him almost specifically, um, he is like the one who kind of comes out the cleanest and he seems to be the nice one. So, yeah. Um, I do but, think they did a, a decent job of kind of explaining people being crappy and, and it not necessarily being crappy, mm-hmm. uh, like excused crappy. It's, it's kind of like frowned upon within the movie and uh, like they take somewhat of a note of, of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Although by the, by the end of it, I think there are certain things that they just kind of like sweep under the rug. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm also, I'm always very pleased to see Manny Jacinto in, in something else. Like he's so fun in the good place. So like, and I, he's not in a ton of stuff. So whenever he pops up, I'm always, pretty happy to see him and i don't know like gina rodriguez i also think is great and she's not in a ton of stuff either because she did like five years of a tv show so like a lot of her acting stuff is on a tv show that i haven't really seen that much of but um yeah everybody's good in it it's just it was unfortunate that like all the characters end up being pretty unlikable for good good chunks of it but yeah it's good and then uh the other thing i watched was uh Little Miss Sunshine, which that's I, not a first watch. Not a first watch. No, I've seen it okay. before. Um, yeah, I mean, I've yeah seen it before. I think most people have seen it by now. It's the Abigail Breslin's breakout movie, um, and uh, Paul Dano. I forgot was in that movie, but he plays mm, the kind yes. of quiet brother. Steve Carell, Greg Kinnear, Tony Collette, Alan Arkin. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. It, you know, the the ending is like a very, you know, I think especially now that like this movie kind of came out before the overhaul of like reality shows about pageant girls. And so like having a movie that sort of sort of shows you like what pageant life is like for these kids was, you know, for 15 minutes or something was kind of jarring. But now that you, there's been like pageant moms and all these shows about that sort of lifestyle, it's less of a like shock to the system, but sure. Still pretty weird to see, but honey, boo, boo, honey, boo, boo. That's right. Yikes. Um, so yeah, good movie. You know, everybody's good in it too. So yeah. Anyways, how about some, uh, TV shows, you know, TV shows we've seen. We've seen, Robert, any TV? Finished up the final uh, episode of the first season. It's been picked up for a second season of The Rehearsal. Mm. New Nathan Fielder project. Uh, It's a crazy show. I was pretty probably vague initially about what the 
the first season about what it's actually about. Have you also seen that a bunch of people from that show are now like doing cameos and like that's the oh yeah like their thing is from like episode two of the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're weird. I mean, Nathan is great at finding some very eccentric bolts. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, I mean, I guess it's all technically accidentally because he's you know putting out ads and going through agencies and stuff. But um, it's it's pretty special. It's very uh, it's a very weird show. It um, the premise it sets up in the first episode is not ultimately what the rest of the season is about. And, you know, quickly kind of moves away from the initial concept in a lot oh, of ways. Um, I still recommend watching, you know, watching it and especially watching the first episode and going, oh, wow. But then then allowing yourself to understand that it's going to go somewhere you're not. You just you cannot predict where it's how it's going to change. Mm-hmm. I think a part of that is covid. I do think that when they started, it was going to be one thing and it's possible that the COVID scheduling and shooting affected it and made it change this way, or it's possible. Uh, who knows if it would have, if, if it could have wound up anywhere close to this otherwise, but uh, it's worth checking out and something that I wasn't expecting to have a second season when I went in. So I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I've actually been, I, I guess, technically my second TV show is um, Nathan for you. I've been going back and rewatching episodes of that. Have you either of you guys watched much of that show? I've, His I've yeah. seen like isolated, you know, like segments of it, but I haven't watched. I haven't like it's sat really down good. on TV and watched it. Uh, his dumb Starbucks episode is pretty prolific because that's one where, using parody, he basically made a company that looked exactly like Starbucks but just had dumb on the name, and opened up a location and just based on buzz alone was able to have all these people come through and got all these TV appearances and stuff, and then quickly had to shut down because he didn't have you know health permits and stuff but um it's uh, a great episode and then there's there's multiple other ones that just kind of show his weird sense of humor and in some episodes also highlight some very strange kind of eccentric people um but they're good shows they balance to me they balance the funny and the fu- kind of serious there there are some there's one where he does a reality show called the hunk he's always he always wanted to date 10 women at once so he basically realized like the only way he can successfully do that without talking to people in his personal life and asking them out is hosting a reality show. Uh, it's very awkward, but it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really good to revisit. I'm going to continue probably watching that. Um, and then the the show that came back for a second season and that I've been watching is Primal, which is mm-hmm. Kenny Tartakovsky's uh sort of caveman and dinosaur uh show um he he did samurai jack and um uh lots of other good stuff but this is a show i dearly love i've rewatched the first season a couple times they're i think they're like just about half hour episodes and it's like 10 a piece um almost no dialogue at least especially in the first season like it's mostly just yelling and grunting and roaring and uh, sounds of squelching meat and things getting killed because it's it's very Conan-y. Like he's just like a bruiser and just totally owns all the creatures they come across. And since he has a little T-Rex that he can ride on and fight with, it's so awesome. Their relationship is really great. And um, I don't want to spoil anything because the second season is currently airing, but he crosses a sea to f- try and find someone and uh, it kind of puts him in a new land with different people. And it definitely is not like just because he is a caveman and there's dinosaurs doesn't mean there aren't more advanced civilizations and some that look 
pretty familiar, kind of like, you know, Viking-ish people maybe, but like other ones that are just completely made up and it's very exciting. And um, there's only like two or three episodes left. So I'm pretty excited to see where they go with this season. Um, I think other than that and um, She-Hulk, that's the only other, the only other shows I've watched. Cool. Max? Uh, I think I forgot to mention this last time, but I, uh, I watched the bear, the, uh, the show about the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. The restaurant owner. And, um, it, it really feels like a spinoff of shameless. It has the, the, like one of the actors from shameless in it playing a character very similar to his character from shameless. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised that this one like hit so big when uh like shameless was out there doing this already but it is very good i do i i also like shameless quite a bit and uh i think this one is good it's interesting i think it's probably because shameless was showtime right oh could be and like i just don't think a ton of people even like i just like other than like dexter it feels like showtime has not had like a hit show Mm -hmm. in a long time and i don't think a lot of people head to showtime for stuff and so the fact that the bear is on fx right just means that i think people have more access to it okay well if i mean if you do like the bear and you're uh can't wait for season two uh go watch some shameless because you'll see a lot more of your favorite character the main guy from that the bear very similar (laughs) stuff (laughs) uh it also has uh punisher gentle ben the main character from the bear that's wait punishers in it but yeah he's like listen i'm in between killing you know people that have wronged me and can i just get a what do you guys make here slices i don't know what you make cheesesteaks i'm I'm waiting to get folded back into the mcu (laughs) yeah but i'm nice now (laughs) uh i've also been watching uh harley quinn the animated uh animated show is that that's a new season's coming out soonish or Uh, i think it's i think it's coming out Oh, okay. I it's been, I've been meaning to sit down because I hear people really like that that show. Yeah, yeah. That's the the new one that I'm watching. It's good. Uh, it's very good. It definitely. That one also has, I believe, is that Doug Benson doing Bane? In that could, one, could be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure, but the Bane is hilarious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's him doing. I maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's him doing Bane because he's done it on his podcast before, and it's very much like a a sillier little bit version of the of the Tom Hardy one. Right. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it looks pretty much like the comic book Bane, but talks exactly like the, really I'd say exactly like the, the movie one, but exactly like a parody of the movie one. Sure. But not too much of a parody. I re- I, re- I was seeing stuff from rises again and I was like, man, that is a, it is a very weird choice. This voice. It's, it's awful. I did. I did not like that uh, version of Bane, but it's hilarious. The, um, the Harley Quinn one. It it does a good job of riffing on it, right? Which I, I feel like it needs to be riffed on. I don't think it can be taken too seriously. Uh, I also finished up the second season of Only Murders in the Building. Mm. Uh, Continue to like that show. It's pretty funny, sometimes touching, but mainly just a, a little romp and, and a good murder mystery. Uh, it's hard to go wrong. Uh, crossword mysteries hard to go wrong with the murder mystery um i've also been watching reservation dogs the the season that's currently coming out that show's fantastic that show should be watched by more people 
Mm. Um, so watching season two and, and really liking it. And it's, it's one of those ones too, that bounces between uh, humor and uh, between comedy and tragedy really well. And, and having very touching moments at the same time that you're laughing and all of that. And it, it, yeah, it's pretty damn funny. I watched uh, one episode of one episode. Hmm, of, sounds like more than one. Okay. <laughs> of the old man with Jeff Bridges. Oh, like right. A, well, I don't even, I don't really know what it's about. Jeff Bridges is an old man. Okay. I'm sold. Uh, I'll watch. <laughs> he no, they should have had you doing the commercials. <laughs> He um, he's kind of like living off the grid and everything and trying to hide out from the CIA. John Lithgow and the CIA kind of, they become aware of him again and then go on the hunt. Um, and so he has to kind of escape the, I guess it's not the CIA, the FBI uh, coming after him. And uh, that's about all I, you know, got from the first episode, haven't gotten too far into it, but it's, it's and he kind of he like calls his daughter too, so it kind of has some taken vibes. Uh, but like he's on the run, he's apparently done something that is considered wrong by most people, or it makes the FBI look bad or something, so they're coming after him to shut him up. Huh. Uh, but but he just wanted to kind of like live his life away from it, but that can't happen anymore. Something. I don't know if I'll continue watching it. It was one of those ones where I was like, this was a competent uh, episode. It was all right, but I don't know if I have any interest in watching any, any further. It's kind of just like action with an old man doing action, which can be good, but um, it didn't grab me. I guess I'm also like not all that into um like that whole the, the, old that, man revenge movies. Even that I can get behind. It's just kind of like government uh, agents after someone or whatever, and, and hidden espionage stuff. I mean, I think it. it but can do be go listen well. to our episode about the Gray Man. Yeah, the Gray Man's awesome. This guy. Yeah, <laughs> now they're not all stinkers. <laughs> uh, I feel like it, you can mix some comedy in there and, and have it be a bit more enjoyable. But when you take yourself so seriously and it's just kind of like this is this is life where i'm on the run and things were wrong and i gotta set them right Hmm. sounds Uh, like a maybe a preview for something i'm gonna say about a movie later on (laughs) yep yeah kind of i watched it after that movie and i was like oh yeah another old man here we go so maybe that was another reason i was uh tired of that yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, I also watched uh, the second season of Hacks. I don't, not all the way through it yet, but uh, about halfway or something like that. That's another good one. Uh, Ballard alumni represent. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. And uh, I think they do a good job of keeping the characters terrible, mm-hmm. but engaging. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say likable always, although often. But engaging is is I would, I would it it they're not bad enough where you want to stop watching mm-hmm. them yeah. be bad. You're just like okay, yeah, that that makes sense. And then you think, oh, they're gonna turn it around, and they kind of halfway do, but then they're like also still a total prick. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I've seen. How about you, Andrew? Uh, I just started watching Kevin Can Fuck Himself on AMC. Whoa, that <clears throat> that can't be the name of a show. 
Is that uh, about Kevin Sorbo? It's about Kevin Sorbo, Kevin James, Kevin from Home Alone. Um, wow. <laughs> they, they're covering all the Kevins each episode. Um, it's uh, with Annie, Annie Murphy from uh, Schitt's Creek. Mm-hmm. She plays Allison. Well, that can't be the name of a show either, right? <laughs> She's really you crossing off all the bad words for uh, TV show titles. Yeah. Um, it's too blue. She, okay. Uh, she plays a like kind of a wife in like a very unfulfilling marriage. Her husband is a dipshit, and it's the the style of the show is very interesting because every time it's a scene with her and her husband. It's shot like a sitcom, like a multicam sitcom. Sure. But then when it's her dealing with her own personal strife and like the the hardships of just being a woman and like being a woman in like a shitty marriage, it's shot in a single camera like drama style. And so it's like it's not even it's you know, you'd think like it's it's not presented like one of these is fake and one of these is the real thing. These are both realities that are happening at the same time it's just whenever it's the different types of scenes it switches and it's really i mean there's there is one scene in the first episode that is for sure a fantasy which is her stabbing her husband in the neck with a piece of glass (laughs) but um so is that part in like the drama focus version like when does he does he ever come into her area when that the is drama the version that is like this one of maybe i'm in like the fourth or fifth episode it's like one of two times that like he exists in the okay drama but like his scenes are are shot almost like it's a you know uh married with children or something yeah or uh king of queens like that type of like thing and there's like a laugh track and you know his best friend comes in and oh this episode they're cooking chili together or something like that and meanwhile she's like trying to find ways to poison her husband without anybody noticing. But, um, it's really good. It's super interesting. Um, the, the kind of way that they switch the two things you think would be jarring, but they do it really well. It's a very well-written show that, um, it works. And second season is currently airing. I'm going to hopefully catch up to it before, uh, before too long, but yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if, Kevin actually ever fucks himself by the end of it. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. He he could have a tremendously long hog and just let it wrap around and, you know, <laughs> go from front to back, if you know what I mean. And no, then I need a more detailed description. The D go around <laughs> to the back. Um, to, the B. to the B. To the B. Um, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. Oh, God, you got shit's Creek and fuck yourself. I can't. I can't with this. And then uh, me and my wife watched all of A League of Their Own on Prime. Ooh. I didn't know. Did that all drop at once? Yeah. Bingeable stylies? Bingeable, baby. Wow. Very bingeable. Um, we loved I I thought it was great. Um, I'm a huge fan of the movie, so it has like a hard, like it has a lot to live up to for me. And I thought this was, I thought it was great. Um, hmm. Abby Jacobson and Darcy Carden from, uh, why can't I think of the name of the show? Uh, the good place the good place yeah um god what is the name of the fucking the uh god the good place she was in there uh, i know Barry. i know darcy's in there but the it's the the girl the it's not it's abby and someone else they live in new york oh uh uh new girl no not not too uh not uh 
I know what you're talking about. And they're just like kind of broad city, broad city, broad city. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Stoner layabouts. Um, so it's you know two character, two actors from Broad City. Um, it's excellent. I think it's like such a. I mean, the only the if I can give it a critique, it's that the baseball effects look very fake, and that's like the sole critique I can give it. Like, wait, what do you mean? They so like rather than having um actors pitching a ball you know like pitching a ball like 90 miles an hour they show like they'll like do the motion then like a cgi ball leaves their hand and it looks does not look great that's the sole criticism i can give the show and like that's me kind of reaching for something because there's not a ton of baseball in it to be frank like what the that's that's not cg that's just what it looks like when women throw baseballs wow jesus um yeah, I mean, if if that's if like my critiques are, oh, the baseball looks kind of fake in in a show that doesn't include a ton of baseball. I mean, obviously, like that's the reason that they're all there, and they do play baseball like at least once an episode, if not once every other episode. Um, I think that's a pretty light critique of the show. I it's very good. Everybody's super good, and I'm perpetually stunned by how good of an actress Dar- and like not that I think Darcy Carden be a bad actress but it just sort of feels like there's a there's a very and you know because opportunities for women in Hollywood are more limited than men but like th- there's a reality where like she just kind of did improv and like stayed in LA and that we didn't get these kind of like roles from her and she's so good in this show that I was just like god like it would have really bummed me out. I guess I wouldn't have known, but like could have been a huge bummer if like, and she's great at improv. So, you know, like whatever, but that she, we might've missed out on her doing stuff like this. If you know, don't do any dimension hopping, Andrew, you're going to be disappointed. Okay. Okay. So I won't stick these sunglasses in my ear as a way to, uh, connect to an adjacent universe. Good call. Good call. Now go listen to our Everything Everywhere All at Once episode. Available in the feed right now. Um, but that's it for TV shows I've seen. Guys, let's talk about the movie we all watched for this week. Oh, yeah. Starring Sly himself, Samaritan. I wanna be Yeah, we watched uh, Samaritan on Amazon Prime, starring Sly. It's me, the Stallone. Um, <laughs> starring Sly. Hey, it's me, Stallone. <laughs> he, well, he popped on. He popped on the Zoom. What do you want? Supposed to not talk about him while he's while he's here. Um, so Samaritan, Amazon Prime. Before we get into stuff about the movie, would you guys recommend people watch Samaritan? Absolutely not. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not great. Uh, we'll get into it, but it was kind of a kind of boring. Kind of yeah. we talk about it all the time. It's sort of a forgettable, forgettable movie. So and it uh, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's. I think. Yeah, yeah. I would say skip it for sure. Uh, I I'm curious before we right before we get into it. I apologize. Would you guys describe this as a dark new take on superhero movies? <laughs> <laughs> yes dude absolutely i i looked it up on because you know i wanted i always like to pull up the wiki just to kind of you know look over the cast list and all that good stuff 
yeah, described as a dark new take on superhero movies. That's so funny to me because dark superhero movies have been a thing since like we started doing like Spider-Man two is a dark superhero. Right. Movie. Like there's, there's little, like there's grimmer, there's things, many things since, uh, you know, they've popped off. The idea that this one is any more dark or gritty or anything is, is pretty laughable. So it's the new part that I take umbrage. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is fucking formulaic. Yeah, um, this is a movie that relies so heavily on its eventual um, twist. That How long did it take you guys be, to figure it out? I'll be honest, I, and, you know, you can wag your finger at me all you want. I was not thinking about that twist when the movie was going on. Me neither. Wasn't the craziest, I, I liked the twist personally, but it didn't ultimately serve a huge purpose i think it's more of the I, issue. yeah i think it the the issue is that it's a movie that um and I, I you know i think to an extent um there's there's other more successful movies that also i think kind of do this and i think like i don't i need to rewatch the movie to kind of but my my general feeling about jordan peele's uh us was that also like the big twist of it kind of like it sort of it allowed itself to f- like viewers to kind of forgive some other storytelling things that kind of fell a little short in that movie. Hmm. This one, the twist is so uneventful and bad, but you kind of feel like that they are relying so heavily on this twist that you're going to kind of forgive the movie for it. But the twist sucks. And like, it's not like it would, it would be something if the twist played into the story whatsoever, but it's just a twist for the sake of a twist. It's yeah, really, it doesn't really also, factor in. It's a twist that kind of like just muddies the message mm-hmm. of the story entirely without like there's no resolution. Like it I, well, let's get I, to like unless we want to say it right out, we should we should go through it a little bit. I did took I, I started taking some notes during the movie of all movies. <laughs> And then like, I have, I, have like, I have like five notes. Like I have like mostly up at the top. And then by the end, I was just kind of like sitting there like, all right, I don't need to take notes on all this shit. Um, but we can, we can put a pin in it and come back to it. But I wanted to say, so the first thing I've written down is the intro looks like shit. <laughs> it's not just um, the intro, my man. Well, okay. Not just the intro, <laughs> but like the comic filter on like the fight, like the, just the, even the starting of like two kids were born and they had powers and then they like started fighting and then one of them decided to be good and one decided to be bad and they just started fighting 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 through granite city until they met at a power at the power plant i think they just call it the power mm-hmm. plant um and got in a huge fight and one of them died uh uh sorry we we're talking of course about the titular samaritan the and good his, guy and his brother nemesis, nemesis. um they never describe like there's people that liked Nemesis and claim, well, at least the unhinged bad guy claims that he also helped people. Yeah, I, I feel like but it was never is... clear in what way, because I, I thought the only difference between the two of them is that one of them had a hammer and was just like fucking shit up. I, I knew very early on that he was Nemesis. I'm just going to flat out say it. it's not like it, it wasn't a surprise to me. Uh-huh. I think as soon as. They were so vague in the intro. One of them died. They're twin brothers. One of them died. Uh, and then... I don't think I caught that they were twins, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. And then once they got... I mean, they don't show either they don't, they're, of them, they're, so it doesn't really They're also matter, in guess, so... Twins, but no just because, part of their face... It's almost shocking that 
most it feels like most of the time nowadays you you hire someone and like they are like well i want to have my face showing as much as possible and i get the the reason you would have helmets and covering on people so that when you do like a fight scene or something you can put a stand in in these guys are completely like their faces are completely covered head to toe they're and they're like the blandest costumes also so you really couldn't tell what was going on in the beginning or when you see either of these people do you want me to answer why i didn't want my face in the movie yes mr sloan yeah sly you're here again yeah yeah, okay so uh the reason i didn't need my face in the movie it's by balboa pictures you know it's you know it's a sly movie Wait, was this really Babylon Pictures? That's right. My my production tag was on the beginning, beginning of the movie. What, so you think I, it's funny? What's why are you laughing? I, I, the money. I'm counting my money from the... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'd be laughing, too. <laughs> All the way to the bank. Yeah, anyways. Anyway, I'm well, up. thanks for stopping by. We're yeah. going to talk... We're going to talk more about this movie. We're going to talk long. more shit about the movie. No, no, no. We liked it. We liked with it. With you we'll, in the room. So long, guys. Hey, hope, hopefully it was a knockout. All right, I got to go. But they, like, really don't give any any motivation for either of them doing any of what they're doing. Uh, and then um, just like so generic about uh, what they're there for, even by mm-hmm. the end of it, you don't know wh- why Nemesis is going against Samaritan, why Samaritan is going against Nemesis. And why they Nemesis... hate each other. I think like, that's the thing that like, yeah. and I am so you're going to very rarely com- hear me complain about a movie being too short. Like this movie needed more minutes to like ex- at least like give some explanation as to why about, like, it needed I, I agree with you it needed more explanation i don't necessarily think that it needed more minutes oh you're, to you're right i mean like I yeah think I, that it easily could have put in the time they cover it they could have had actual live action shots of like the kids quick growing up getting beat up using their powers and then showing some sort of because what i would even say like is there some inciting incident that causes them to be mad at each other say, and get they yeah, don't like, say and they don't say okay, why is Nemesis so uh, popular? If he's the bad... Why did he fucking name himself Nemesis, first of all? Like, he's he's just basically saying... I'm the uh, bad guy. I'm I'm the... Not only am I the bad guy, but my existence is merely to be opposition to my brother. Like, right. I, I'm basically creating my own persona just as an anti-brother thing. Like... Uh, I, I don't know. But then he was super popular and the guy says he only punches up. So like there aren't any Samaritan tags in the street, but every fucking where there are tags for the stupidest logo, which is an N with a T behind it. But it's actually a sledgehammer. It's not a T at all. It's just it's two letters that are actually only one. Here's the other one thing. of them is a hammer. Didn't he kind of then they kind of imply like, OK, like he was running around as Nemesis fucking stuff up. And then eventually was so mad that he created a weapon to fight his brother with. Like I, that was my second note. Nemesis on some Sauron shit, pouring all of his <laughs> malice into a weapon. Like, is it weird? Is it weird? Am I just weird for, I'm like, okay, there's two brothers. They have superpowers and they're fighting each other. One goes bad. One goes good. As soon as it was like, and then this guy was like, I'm going to be able to like pour my evil into this hammer. I was like, what? Hey, and on. like, they no, make no, it, no. they make it clear. This is like a molten, sledgehammer from head to toe like it is not like a like it wasn't like he poured in the like headpiece and then attached it to wood the whole thing is molten material mm. and so at spoiler from an evil volcano so from the for the end of the movie when cyrus the other villain of the movie decides that he's going to become the new nemesis because he found the mask in a police holding cell that somebody he, stop him they i mean they just very easily break they go from stealing uh 
lotto, they, what they think are lotto cards at a convenience store to then breaking into a police holding cell and stealing the nemesis material. Mm-hmm. He gets the mask and cr- correct me if I'm wrong. The Sly Stallone brothers, the twins are super powered and super strong, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's the reason why he's able to brandish a molten made, you know, sledgehammer. Suddenly Cyrus, this like fucking nobody dork who just like found this stuff is able to brandish this sledgehammer with no problems. I didn't know if it was meant to be like, go up against the Samaritan too. Right. the, The only thing that separated the two of them, they said was this, like they were, they were evenly matched except for this sledgehammer gave Nemesis the upper hand, uh, and then, and that was another thing they even said Nemesis has the upper hand in this fight. And then they're like, "But you are supposed to assume that Nemesis is the one who died, even though he's the one we told you had the upper hand in this fight because of this uh, sledgehammer that he made." Fucking dumb. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then he gets the sledgehammer, and it's like all of a sudden, oh yeah, the rage. I mean, not only did it tip the scales a little bit in his favor, it was the only thing that you need to win a fight against the Samaritan is the, as a sledgehammer. Is it in the early, it's in the earlier one because the kid's narrating, right? Where I think he says like, he had this sledgehammer. So he's like, it's the only thing that could like stop Samaritan was like this powerful hammer. But they were like, but Samaritan was like holding his own. It's like, so it doesn't really help him. Like, like, right. he ha- like also like, why doesn't Samaritan have, have any weapon? Like anything. Well, he didn't know that his, his he didn't know that his yeah. twin brother was brandishing a hate filled. Oh, using weapons now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Hang on, let me go make. He could it. have anything he wanted. Like he could have a bat or a stick. It doesn't help. He, he should doesn't have to pour all of his uh, good feelings into it to make a super weapon. He, <laughs> he should have made have a thing. He should have made molten boxing gloves. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we. So Stallone is just gruff grumbly the he's whole a gruff movie. grumbly old man who goes Dress, about the city he dresses Dress like is in the road yeah <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable how wet and rainy it is in movies sometimes to the point where like you wouldn't go out in like that kind of jacket because it would just be like wet for the next two days well that's it's just part like, of his power mm-hmm. every time he uses his powers he has to cool down so that's why his he wants clothes that are going to stay damp that's true yeah in case anything goes goes wrong he can immediately uh steam steam up and then escape yeah you know what this movie's good this movie's good sylvester stallone to start a new clothing line called stay damp (laughs) 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 um so yeah he makes he makes friends with this kid in the neighborhood the kid thinks he's samaritan there's a martin star plays like a a, a samaritan historian yeah, this is also the only crossover between the MCU and the Samaritan universe is Martin Starr, who, of course, is Spider-Man's teacher. Um, but he's a uh, Samaritan. another kid on a crack class trip. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I thought Sly Stallone was also in the MCU. Oh, you're right. Ooh, he's one of the wow. original Andrew, Guardians. The I only go. connection. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Sly, no! <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> um nice one. yeah so the yeah so he gets he gets involved with the kid the kid's sort of involved in like a local gang because he needs money to help pay rent very and, very quickly t- turned into a, a a criminal looking for yeah, any, he's anything like, that like, he can do he basically like one kid in his neighborhood's like hey you should work for cyrus and he's like no i don't want to do that and he goes come on you can make some money and then eventually he goes from being the distraction in the lotto heist to like witnessing murders within like 
24 hours. Like it's it, the escalation is pretty big. Very eagerly too. And it's all on him. He's yeah. like, it's so funny that to make more money. You mentioned earlier, they, they, they steal a couple boxes of lotto tickets, which turn out to not be lotto tickets, which turn out to be open chips. boxes that have <laughs> chips in them, which would be such a different weight. And they blame it on the kid. Like he's the one who grabbed the boxes. Like you guys threw the boxes at each other. Like, and they were open. They were already right. opened. Because someone put and like also the clerk like opened them and was like, I guess I'll put some chips in yeah. these boxes. Well, now they got those lotto tickets out. Just might as well put these excess chips in here. Oh, I can't let these boxes go to waste. <laughs> um, yeah, so weird. He also like he's pushing his friend in a shopping cart like the whole way to Cyrus's hideout. Yeah. And I was like, he's really going to make him push his ass the whole way. Uh, and he finds out he's like, we're going to Cyrus's place. And he's like, that guy's out of his mind. And he likes Nemesis. It's very corny. Um, I think, okay, that's that's something I'd like to say about the movie. The movie is so corny, but it has no idea or concept that it is corny. Like, it never... It's not like, trying to be, like, fun with it or anything. Yeah, that, and, like... That can't be yeah. just fucking corny. And, like, I think, like, there's something about Sly Stallone movies where he just cannot... And, like, I'm not saying that, like, uh, Creed or, like, a movie like that should be kind of campy, but... I had the f- same feeling about the Expendables, which was like the Expendables should be kind of campy. And like when it turned out to be this very self-serious action movie, I was like, I'm not interested in this. And yeah. like, you know, especially since you have all those action stars, it'd be fun if you like referenced their movies exactly. in some ways and like had fun with it and said, it's like, no, this is like a serious action movie. Right. Like, no, these guys are all still great action stars. It's like, uh, okay, fine. And like, this movie is just like the premise of it is corny. Everything about it is corny except the execution of the movie, which is this dark self-serious movie. And it suffers because you're just watching it with all these plot holes that could just be like, if it were funny, if it were fun, you'd be like, yeah, there's some plot holes here, but like, it's kind of stupid. And like, but because it's so self-serious, you take everything that is doing badly seriously like instead of having fun with it, you're just like, you know, it's like a particularly corny part is. Um, so one of the things that really tips the kid off, cause he kind of suspect he's got a whole list of people that he suspects that might be the Samaritan. Also the Samaritan must still live in the town. Yeah. He couldn't possibly have moved like a mile or two away or one town over or to another state. As far as we know, Granite city is the only city in the whole world. Yes. Um, he, he suspects him because he saves him from getting beat up by some of Cyrus's goons. And for some reason, Joe uses like superhuman strength to beat these kids up. I did. I did like, cause he, he explains this to Martin star later. And he's like, so he beats up kids and he's like, no, they're like older. They're like in their early twenties or something. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm at least glad that somebody took the time to explain that. Cause otherwise it did look like he beat the shit out of kids. Yeah. And like he throws them to the point where, oh, sorry, go ahead, Max. I thought it was odd that they were in that spot, right? Like those guys, maybe this is later, but they like break the kid's arm uh, with a (laughs) wrench and then they put him in the shopping cart and roll him all the way back to his house. Mm -hmm. And then that's where they get spotted by Sylvester Stallone, right? Mm -hmm. No, earlier is when they're like jumping him in the kind of like the open air area by their apartments. They're like kicking him. And then Sylvester like throws like them across in like both into cars. And then like, that's when he also grabs the knife. So what you're saying is it's even dumber than that. So they already <clears throat> knew that Sylvester Stallone was yes. living there and they didn't want to uh, experience that again. But instead they, they pushed that kid that they just broke his arm. They clearly don't care about the guy pushed him all the way back home. 
in order to get in another fight with uh, Samaritan. Another yes. thing that had no consequence to it was his arm being broken. Because the next time you see him, he comes up to Sylvester and goes, hey, you should see the other guy. I'm like, they broke your fucking arm, kid. Like, you're like the, literally the next. I was like, I've been abused way worse than this. <laughs> I was like. At some point, we're going to see him in like a hospital bed or like Sly Stone's like, hey, kid, you all right? And he's like, ah, my arm. The next time we see him, he's laughing about it. Look at my hand. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just like, what the fuck happened here? Like, how can this not be a bigger it's a deal? It's hard knock life in Granite City. I, I guess. I just was like so certain that the one thing they would be able to do correctly is show like this kid getting fucked up and him being like mad about it. Did you guys think it was annoying that... Yes. Like... <laughs> <laughs> all right um outside of like a flashback we never get like the heroes or villains in like costume really yeah like they're just like either wearing a mask or it goes to a flashback and someone takes off a mask yeah or whatever like it's just I, like i always annoying. think that's i always think that's dumb it fits this story because that's what they're trying to go for is that they're they're hidden it's also weird that these guys are the only ones with superpowers at all uh and, and they just like disappear and, and that's just it well and the, what, what i was talking about earlier too when he beats the kids up it's like if he had used just like less strength he wouldn't arouse suspicion like he doesn't need to throw one of these guys like into the the windshield of a car he could just like push them over mm -hmm. or like knock them out and people wouldn't like question it and then but he instead, does like, later yeah but then said like a guy tries to, to stab him and i do this i actually like this that he grabs the knife and he's like holding it and then like punches the kid you know guy out and then when the kid picks up the knife like after it's like bent in like someone like was actually holding the whole blade i was like oh i kind of like that detail because it shows strength like i like i like that but again if he had just like knocked the knife out of his hand or or just you know kicked the kids people's ass at a normal amount no one would question it anyway. It's the same thing with later on when he kind of gets uh, discovered again is he throws a guy so hard that he flies out of like this kind of, you know, little part of the city where like the homeless are living, like out into the middle of a busy street. And then immediately like every person gets out of their car. Huh? huh? What's going on? And I love that he like gaslights that little girl who's like, you just threw him. He's like, no, I didn't. The wall was already broken. Yeah. No one, hey, no one will believe you. <laughs> understand me? What are they gonna believe? Um, you and me. I'm a man. Um, it's just like annoying because it's just like a stupid like. It's not like it would have made more sense of like you know he's at home and he moves like a dumpster super easily or like you know grabs something and like in like without thinking uses his strength and then gets like caught on camera or the kid sees it as opposed to him being like, "We'll just fuck these kids up and hitting them with my superpowers." It's like. What are you doing? You spent, and it's been like, what, 50 years? For, I don't know how long it's been since he was Samaritan. It's just very uh, shoddy on his part. I, I also think, so because they don't give any explanation of who the Samaritan is and who the nemesis is during their he time. He helped people. As, as, exactly. The, this we don't know thing, how. It's, it's weird because then they also explain that uh, nemesis only punches up, right? That's that's how they describe yeah, it. Yeah, that's what Cyrus says. People who deserve it. And then in, in his his name is tagged everywhere. Like it's a fucking annoying in the beginning. You like every scene on a church tag like, yeah. And so, yeah. And so like, basically it's just like people love nemesis and don't have anything really good to say about uh Samaritan, except for this kid with, who's like looking for a dad, essentially uh, like Samaritan. I kind of got the impression that Samaritan was kind of one of those like 
blue lives matter type of like, uh, because, because they imply he was a cop, right? Huh? Did they imply that he was like a police officer that became a superhero or something? It seems, it seems that way to me. I don't Mm. know. They didn't really imply much of uh, any personality whatsoever, but maybe there was something about him being a cop because that's kind of how, how I saw it, especially because wait, are you saying nemesis was Antifa? Oh my gosh. It just seemed also like, once he gets the mask and the sledgehammer, uh, what's the guy's name? Cyrus. Cyrus. Once he gets the the sledgehammer and the the mask, all he does is he goes out into the street. This scene. He he's, he like knocks off the back of a tow truck. The so mask has a, a, a microphone that uh, can make his voice <laughs> boom suddenly. Uh-huh. But he knocks off the back of a tow truck and says, you know, like Nemesis is back. We're here for you. From that point on, the entire city is rioting, burning everything. That's all it took to like to to get everyone who and they're they're implying basically that like poor people here are ready to riot and they're ready to riot for nemesis. They like, like sped up the Joker movie like times one hundred, where it's like it goes from like the murders on the train to like people being like, We're enough tired of all this and like are out in the streets. But it really made me think like Samaritan probably was a bad guy. There probably was some legitimate mm-hmm. reason why Nemesis wanted to kill his own brother. Like, yeah, why can one guy stand on the tow truck and be like, Nemesis is back and now we're taking the city? And then, like, this is what I hate about the scene. It's like random people that were like, oh, what's going on over there? What's going on? One guy's recording on his phone. He starts going, We're taking it back. And then people go, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, What would you imagine if any of us, we don't live in a world of superheroes, but it'd be like so funny to like walk out on the street. And someone's hollering and me to do anything but walk the other direction. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Like, acknowledge like, it for a second and be like, well, yeah. yeah. Start pushing stuff over. Yeah. You, 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 there's a guy you can, they don't speak, but there's a guy only like, is that nemesis? And they're like, he's like, yeah, that is, he's back or whatever. Like, <laughs> who was the, who was the guy who decided he was going to be the villain to Phoenix Jones here in town? Oh, oh uh, Rex, uh, Rex Velvet. Velvet. Rex Velvet. Yeah. If, like who was actually good. Yeah. Right. This, he this was is like that situation. Phoenix right. Jones was a shithead and, I should have Rex, Rex Velvet like, uh, like kidnapped the Seahawks and like led a kid on like a high speed boat chase to get them back. And it right, was fun. <laughs> yeah, if Rex Velvet, somebody was like, Rex Velvet lives, and then suddenly you're like, fuck <laughs> yeah, put my, put my monocle in, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe I would like start filling up my Molotov cocktails. I just realized no one probably knows what we're talking about, but Seattle had this is like, a superhero called this, yeah, Phoenix like Jones. 14 year old story or something. Yeah. Who is a real, who was in, it turned out to be an idiot and was like trying to get sponsorship for his suit and would challenge people to fights. And I think some law in this city made it so that if you both agreed, you could have combat and like police could, would just have to stand by and watch. It's really weird. And then this other I guy basically, him. I met, him, met in him? Hot, in a hot tub. Yeah, he, he wouldn't. In a hot tub. <laughs> he wouldn't stop talking about himself. Wow. In Not costume or out? Uh, yeah, in costume, full costume mm. in the hot tub. Damn. I think probably stays wet for a long time. <laughs> Just uh, anyway, and then Rex Velvet was a guy damp. who styled himself as his villain, who was kind of a foppish. He had like a twisty mustache and a monocle, but he was like doing Make a Wish kid stuff and like just making fun of Phoenix Jones rightly. And uh, it was good and it rocked Yeah, uh, better. This anecdote is better than Samaritan. <laughs> <laughs> so the it final makes me, makes me rethink, like maybe there is something to this whole. Like, yeah. Uh, um, should we get to the part analysis. where they're in an impossibly on fire building An impossibly on fire and impossibly large building. So it's this, yeah. it's this big warehouse, like factory warehouse. And it, you're right. It catches on fire for the amount that the bottom of this building is burning below them. 
the structure of this building would have given out a long time ago. They're like fighting on the top floor of this building and below them is just nothing but fire. And so like, it's just a pit to hell. They're fighting. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of is. And so they're fighting. uh, The fire burned down into the core of the earth. Joe, (laughs) Joe's fighting with Cyrus and like they, they have like a similar scene where like he's remembering to win like his. So what we find out is, we th- they kind of allude to this fight between Samaritan and Nemesis throughout the whole movie, and you're supposed to be led to believe that Nemesis fell in the, in the fire in the movie, but it turns out that Samaritan did, and for some reason that prompted Nemesis to then stop being bad and be good instead, but what he ends up doing is just disappearing for like 40 years and doing nothing. Yeah, like it inspired him to be good in the sense that he would now not use his powers to help anyone. But instead, yeah, let the city suffer, which you were reminded of over and over again, that crime is at an all-time high, like poverty is at an all-time high. And meanwhile, there's this superhero who's just like hanging out in his apartment doing jack shit and riding the bus. Like It's almost worse than being Nemesis because it's just <laughs> right? like he's, he's just not using his power in any way. Right, and so like... And apparently he was only punching up. I, it's so funny that they're like, Cyrus is crazy for liking this guy, and it's like, so he was good, like right. punching up. Like, was he accidentally hurting people while he was like taking down like, like, uh, corrupt uh, politicians or something? Yeah, like, he was probably just getting stopped every time he tried to do that by his brother Samaritan, who yeah. was protecting the people in charge and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. So he picks up. I, this probably what happened. This, maybe that would. Hey, been those more cops deserve, deserve a fixed trial. <laughs> <laughs> Stops his brother. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to take that politician away from me, you're gonna have to cross this thin blue line, Nemesis. Um, also nemesis i mean i know you don't like the logo (laughs) i know you don't like the n the n with the hammer and i and i think like if the hammer was a recent addition it's weird that the logo incorporates it yeah but samaritan's logo is way worse it's just like the two weird like triangles like it should have been it should have been the stussy ass that we all drew (laughs) pretty much was he's like he spent his he spent his youth trying to design the perfect uh you know symbol it's one step below that but nemesis had it shows like one on of one of the alts was like the Superman S, and he's like, no, no, no. Like, yeah, that inspires too much hope. Um, but Nemesis, on some other planet, I assume it means hope. Nemesis had a logo on his costume, which was like Wolverine claws cutting through him. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh yeah, he kind of just like spread his hand across it. Yeah. Or something. And then they just ignore that and go with some N with a T behind it. Yeah. Do you think? Of, do you think he like, like he's TNT or something? Maybe that's why he didn't come back. He was like, that's not my fucking logo. Like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not, you guys ruined I, this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not coming back. So he throws Cyrus through a hole in the building that. Yeah, he goes into the pit of hell. Like, he falls an impossibly long time through this fire, and Cyrus dies. So then Joe saves the kid. <clears throat> the kid gets interviewed by the news, and he tells everybody, Samaritan's well, back! You, you missed it, too. Like, he gets so hot. Oh, the, that's right. Because he, he was overexerting himself, but also the fire. But, but also the he, fire, you're he right. He pulled the thing. I was like, I feel like the combination of how much he normally, because when he gets hit by a car earlier, he cracks all his bones back into place and then steam is literally he gets shot 1000 times in this warehouse yeah. <laughs> get shot a bunch I, I, I don't know if the bolts go through him or he like expels them or what happens i don't know why he yeah at this point he should just like shot them out like a machine gun <laughs> like, <laughs> but like it just seems like way too hot he got way too hot like the steam should have killed like baked the kid alive like <laughs> it's like comes off his body <laughs> But I'm sorry, I, I wanted to get that in there. But they get out of the building and the, the press are there, you said, yeah. Andrew. And then so he tells everybody, Samaritan's back. And that inspires hope in everybody. And everybody decides to be good again. And 
and, and, and you can see and you see Stallone going, no, nemesis, nemesis. No, yeah, nemesis it's, so, is it's so fucking dumb because right before that, he says, you know, there is no good and bad. It's just that, you know, like not nobody can be 100% good. No one can be 100% bad. And then uh, the kid. And then he shoots the kid in the face. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm still pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But the kid gets on TV and he's like, okay, I know what you mean by that. I'm going to say that you're your brother because he represented good. Basically, like, you don't get a redemption arc except that you're pretending to be then, this Then other we guy. get the like, information. They're like, but Samaritan was sucked. He defended corrupt police. And but like, exactly. they start immediately. And that's the other thing is that everyone goes along with it. Like, yeah, Samaritan's back. But like, you hated him. Why all, the you, people, I mean, all the people previously him. liked Nemesis. Nemesis. So wouldn't they be like, boo, exactly. <laughs> get this kid out of Wait, you're telling me Nemesis was back for one night? Now he's dead? What the fuck? Yeah, Samaritan killed the real Nemesis again? What? That, well, it doesn't like make a funny of name to pick. It's like if you really are the good guy, or you're, or you are attacking the corrupt politicians, like I shall be Nemesis. All right. <laughs> Weird. How about the Punch Upper? The Punch now, Upper. Punch upper. <laughs> yeah. Go. Here it. we go. This now here good. we go. <laughs> We're getting good. Now we can. Now we just need a logo. Yeah. <laughs> um, put a PU and then like an N behind it. <laughs> the punch upper. Uh, anything? Any final thoughts on this uh, movie I, before we go? I wasn't expecting much from this, but I am disappointed that it was worse than I thought. Yeah, I, I, I was hoping. You know, Stallone is is kind of in that this phase of his career where he's. I, you can't expect that any every movie he's going to make is going to be uh, good at all, but it was you were I was hoping with some Amazon money behind it, and you know I do like superhero stuff in general, and I was hoping for uh, I don't have the page up anymore, but I was hoping for a new dark, twisted take <laughs> on a superhero uh, story, <laughs> and I was disappointed. I think they could have they could have I don't know what they could have changed to have made this good. Uh, maybe an entirely different script. But, um, <laughs> maybe start over. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. I, I, I don't want anyone to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Max, any final thoughts? I thought when they did the the Irishman to um, Sylvester Stallone, oh my turned, god, <laughs> turned him into think, yep. how, how did you think it looked? Bad. <laughs> I thought I thought it just looked like you know they took a clip from Judge Dredd and replaced like barely. It looks like they just did like just for men, like they just took what he was literally like him previously and just like put stuff in his his hair. That's, I didn't I mean, look terrible, I, but he was also like standing very still. I thought that yeah. was exactly what they did was they just colorized his gray hair to be black. Mm -hmm. Like his the wrinkles on his face are still He's there. Like, oh, wouldn't I like, not have a beard or something? They're like, we don't have time to. We can't do that. I figured they just took like a cutout of the old movies. Like that's that's not even a de aging thing that they did. Just it's, like he's they got just the took a photo of him. Yeah, I mean they got plenty of movies to to go with. Yeah, including all the expendable movies. <laughs> yeah, when he was so much younger. Yeah, so much younger. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie's bad. Anyways, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye 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 bye.